So we've been hearing a lot about China's property sector being on the verge of collapse, but now the buildings are also falling down and collapsing. To I'm Aaron Young. Let's find out why. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. We have probably all heard by now about the pressure on China's property market with the ongoing financial problems facing companies like Evergrande. But now individual buildings are falling down in China too, infected with what's called tofu dreg, poor quality concrete that crumbles in their hands. One of the most recent was a gym in Chichiha, killing many girls inside who were at a volleyball practice. The Chinese government has tried to downplay the issue, but how serious a problem is it really? And will they try and sweep this under the rug? Can they? For Let's bring in David Zheng from China Insider. Great to see you. What on earth is tofu dreg? As the name suggests, it's a phenomenon you can see in China where buildings with poorly, uh, poorly constructed buildings, uh, they can easily be toppled. They can easily collapse when there's some type of external factors added to it. And uh, this is happening everywhere in China. It's been an issue since I was very young and it has never been solved. The 2008 Wenchuan earthquake, which Aaron, you might have heard of, uh, was the worst of it all because many schools instantly toppled and killing and burying many children under. So it's an ongoing issue and it's one where it, it seems to be a moral and systemic corruption issue as well. So tofu dreg itself is the building product. You say it's been used for quite some time. Obviously it's not safe. Give us just a bit more detail about what it actually is and why it's unsafe. Right. It's actually a process. So you could be using subpar mixes into the concrete, which you pour for the base, or it could be uh, the columns or the steel uh, in which it's used to construct the build road or the bridges. And so the, the, the subpar material don't last as long. They don't really go up to standards. And part of the reason why is because they skimp out on the cost of those acquiring those materials so that they can use the extra bit to bribe a city official who uh, granted them this project or so on. So it's about not being effective with the construction quality. Wow. How widespread a problem is it? Is it only used in certain parts of China? The worst one is when this happens to school buildings uh, rather than other type of buildings because you're supposedly to have a very strong building that can sustain, uh, withstand an earthquake, say 8.0 magnitude. Uh, but uh, this usually they're very solidified uh, improved or fortified, I guess I should say, uh, in government buildings because they're often granted with more uh, cost to, to build those, uh, whereas schools are often not the ones who get the most amount of uh, educational uh, benefits to them so that their buildings are poorly constructed. Uh, this can also happen to bridges, residential buildings. It can also happen uh, to roads as well. Which is a terrifying situation for people to not really know what is going on with these buildings. And if there is an earthquake, how long they'll actually stand for. What's been the human cost? I mentioned the gymnasium, which collapsed during netball practice, but there'd be many more, as you mentioned. Yeah, with the gymnasium, unfortunately, the, unfortunately, the girls, uh, the victims, they've not been able to, from what I last heard, the parents of the victims, they've not been able to even see the bodies because the governments are making them sign a, a waiver to say that they should no longer investigate further. With other type of natural disasters, we've seen a very underplayed number of, of death in those situations. Uh, and it's, it's unfortunate I can't give you an official tally on them, but the, the, definitely the human toll is very much higher than what is being reported by the official numbers. 
Yeah, and these fragile steel bars as well that are connected to it too. I mean, construction woes have been as much of a part of China's story as its rise over the past 30 or 40 years. Definitely. Well, you see, you just mentioned something, Aaron, that's very important. The process of building itself is is not really about development. It's about completion. Uh, the reason I say this is because oftentimes local governments grant that land sale and they make money through it or they give. A, there's a certain profit to be made for more projects to go up faster. And in turn, the uh, construction managers operate on a, on a very time crunch basis because they want to get one done to go move on to the next. This creates a very bad process where you don't really worry about the quality of the construction. You worry more about completion time and how fast it can go. Uh, just one example real quick. 2007, there was a bridge construction to hit the 50th anniversary mark. Unfortunately, that then caused 64 people to die uh, because of a poor construction process. Just shows you that time is, is what they're chasing, not quality. Yeah. And these five-year plans that China has famously had, obviously, it's all about the planning and then making sure that they get that done within that five-year period, which can lead to it as well. Um, this isn't just an issue when it comes to residential. Uh, it, it's also when we talk about big bridges. It's also when we talk about uh, big quarries and big lakes. It's right across the whole board, construction concerns that we have had uh, about reservoirs too. Aaron, you mentioned something really important. This is really about a mindset in general. This doesn't just stop at buildings or bridges. This is with GDP. This is with development in general. Uh, every five years, the CCP sets a goal, and that goal must be met by local and provincial government officials. And so no matter what they do, the end has been set for them. So the objective is to achieve those goals, whether that's through lying, bribe, or through you know the case with tofu drag. Anything you can do to achieve that goal is really the ultimate purpose, rather than how how do we get there sustainably or how do we get there with good quality of life for the people? Do you think people within China know that this is an issue? There's one thing we know about the Chinese government. It's that they don't like to lose face. Surely these big projects that are part of these five-year goals falling apart, disintegrating, collapsing, killing people would be something that the citizens of China would start to get really worried about? Is it the fact that they haven't lived overseas to know that there are building standards, for example, that need to be held? What, what do the people of China feel about these projects at a time where, as we know, China doesn't like to lose face? You're right. This has been an ongoing issue, at least since the 1990s. Uh, one of the former premier of China, Ji, he famously said and criticized about the Tofu Drag projects, uh, two decades ago. But but now what we've seen is an increase in surveillance and censorship so that every time something like this, which still happens a lot in China, uh, it's been met with the censorship of information rather than being transparent about, you know, how do we solve this and who should be the, 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 the party of, held accountable in the process. Usually it's the government or the contractors, but in most cases it end, ends up being the victims' families who take on most of the pain. And we've just been reading as well about how um, there are a lot of people who are involved in the structural construction of the exterior of, let's say, an apartment building in China who, who don't skimp on things, who do take it seriously. But the interior of these apartments are actually fitted out by uh, the people who've bought them, so the homeowners, and that's where they sometimes skimp that can lead to these issues as well. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a very much a moral problem. You could have a very beautifully quality building done on the outside 
uh, you could have subpar stuff. Uh, and so tofu drag is really a term that kind of explains uh, whenever any part of that process goes wrong and, and it can be explained by that. And, and I just want to point out that this is very much happening all across China. It's not just a local issue and it's not based on the economic or poverty levels. It's one where it could happen to a beautiful high-rise building in the middle of Shanghai or it could happen to a village uh, school or a village medical center. And corruption, just let's finish on that. Uh, we know that it's widespread. We also know that China is a country of many, many rules. Surprising that something so blatant as a building collapsing, um, which then leads to an investigation, which then uncovers corruption, could be allowed to happen. Just how widespread is corruption in the building sector in China from what we know? It's very much the uh, one of the main ways for local governments to be profitable. Uh, that's why the real estate sector in China is, is such a big uh, part of its economy. Uh, sticking on corruption, uh, corruption, there's two really different definitions of it. One is a political corruption, one where it, you threaten power and that's when you could land yourself in jail time. But if it's a pure economic crap, corruption or if you're just simply, you know, there's graft involved, uh, that alone cannot be the reason why you as a CCP official uh, fall to jail time or end up uh, being being discharged from the party. Mm -hmm. And so corruption is widespread. But in reality, there's two. It's a two leveled uh, corruption talk. David Zhang, China Insider. Appreciate your time as always. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more, you can head to TickerNews.com. Aaron Young.